Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. If you're looking for more purpose, more passion, more joy in your life, then you have come to the right place. I am your host, coach and life alchemist, Sharin Eskandani, and I have worked with thousands of people showing them how to create their dream lives while also living their dream lives. This podcast is where mindset, mindfulness, and manifestation meet. Together, we're going to release limiting beliefs, put your dreams into motion, all while prioritizing your ease, rest, and joy. Let's do this, love. Hi, love. Welcome to Wholehearted Coaching, the podcast. This is where we take a deeper dive into my Mindset Monday post, which you can read on Instagram at Wholehearted Coaching. Or if you want to go even deeper into this week's episode and get my free weekly journal prompts, sign up for my email list and you'll be able to explore the topics we're talking about in this episode even further. You can do that in the show notes or by heading to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com. And if you're interested in working with me, whether that's one-on-one in one of my group programs or one of my transformational courses, you can head to my website, wholehearted-coaching.com slash offerings to find out more. And of course, you can also head to the show notes and all of this information will be waiting for you there. All right, love, welcome to this week's episode. So today's episode is all about a theme, a topic I love to talk about, dreams and dreaming. This episode is for anyone who is ready for this year, for 2023, to be beyond what they could ever imagine, to exceed their expectations that you want to look back on this next year. Like you want to be in December 2023 and be absolutely surprised, amazed, stunned at what you did, what you accomplished, and where you are. So today, love, we're talking about big, audacious, incredible dreams. We're going to look at the difference between what I call practical dreams and audacious dreams. Both are important, both are necessary, but if we're trying to create the unimaginable, if we're trying to create a life that is beyond, then that magic is in the audacious dreams. We have spent the entire month of January looking at goals, how we can create goals that are more aligned, how we can overcome some of the fear that comes with our desires and dreams. And now we're talking about how we can dream big. Because love, I want this year to surprise you in the most incredible way possible. Before we dive in, though, a final invitation to all of the dreamers out there to join the Alchemy Collective. The doors close on January 29th. After years of doing this work, helping others create and cultivate incredible dreams, I have come to really understand that dreams do not happen alone. They thrive in community with guidance, accountability, support, inspiration. The Alchemy Collective is my 12-month membership that gives you all of the tools you need, love, to reach your biggest and wildest dreams. As part of the collective, you get five group coaching calls a month, a private monthly podcast, journal prompts, somatic practices, there are seasonal virtual retreats, and so much more. 
And as an added bonus this year, we have created a 30-day cancellation policy, meaning that if you're not feeling the collective after 30 days, you can totally cancel going forward. If you want to find out more, if you want to join us, head to wholehearted-coaching.com slash alchemy. I really hope to see you there, love. Now let's get into dreams. So I am quite literally in the business of dreams. This is how I like to think of my work. This is how I like to describe my work to others. But my work is really about uncovering people's deepest desires and dreams and allowing them to bring those to light, breathe life into them, and to then create a plan that allows for those dreams to thrive and flourish. I truly consider it such a privilege and honor to be able to do this work because I think that dreams are so incredibly precious. They're such a big part of our identity and they're such a big part of who we are. So I say this all to really say this isn't just a flippant topic. This isn't just kind of like, oh, you know, dream big. No, love. I really believe our dreams are powerful. Our dreams are what will change society. They are what will change our communities. They are what will change the lineage, what our families look like, what happens in the future. And I know that especially in this community, the wholehearted community, you all have dreams that are truly going to change the world. That each and every one of you who is listening to this episode, that there is something within you that when it is brought to life, The reverberations of that, the ripple effect of that, regardless of how small you think your dream is, love, the ripple effect will be huge. So this to me is a really important episode because that dream in your heart, perhaps it's one that you've never even said out loud, perhaps it's one that you've never even acknowledged to yourself, is going to transform so much. And in 2023, I want us all to be dreaming as big as possible. So instead of a Mindset Monday this week, we're just going to dive straight into it. As I said, people come to me with their dreams. And something that I noticed really early on was that a lot of the dreams I was hearing were really similar. You know, I want to quit my job and do X, or I want to move here because Y, I want to write a book. And y'all, these are all amazing dreams, but The energy behind the dreams, they all just seemed very similar. And then it dawned upon me, I realized that my clients were creating dreams that were limited to this box, this box of what they thought was possible for them, this box of what society said that they should stay in, this box, this box that dictated to them, of course, unconsciously, the limits of how big they could dream. And so while they were coming to me with dreams, we love dreams, these dreams were capped, contained. They were kind of restrictive. I knew as their coach that these weren't those big, bold, incredible dreams that were deep within their hearts. They were what I call practical dreams. Practical dreams are dreams that you know you can achieve. Even if it's a little scary, you know it's possible. Practical dreams are dreams that you are told 
are possible for you. Practical dreams are dreams that you see everyone around you aiming for and striving for. Practical dreams exist within a box of what is and isn't possible. Now, there is nothing wrong with practical dreams. Practical dreams, I think, are kind of like the training wheels, the tricycle, if you will, of dreaming. They're kind of what we have to start with because practical dreams show us that taking a risk, trying something that means a lot to you, can work out, right? That we can actually achieve the things that mean a lot to us. But the problem with practical dreams is that they're dreams with a limit, a cap. They're not the dreams that really exist deep within our hearts and soul. They're not the dreams that change worlds. And I know that in this community, we are the people who want to change worlds. But practical dreams is where a lot of us get stuck at. And in this episode, I am encouraging us all to move beyond, to start creating what I call audacious dreams. Audacious dreams move beyond the boxes. They're limitless. They're huge. They're the dreams that really scare us. They're the dreams that when we think of them, we think, wait, that's not possible for me. There's no way I could do that. Audacious dreams exist in the space of our imagination, our wildest imagination. Whenever I talk about dreams and dreaming, I'm talking about how we used to be, how we used to dream, what our imagination used to be like when we were younger. I want you to think of that time. I want you to think of when you were a young kid, and I want you to think of how you used to imagine then. What was that like for you to dream and imagine? What did it feel like to dream and imagine? What were some of the dreams that you came up with when you were younger, if you can remember? When we think of our childhood and our relationship with dreams and dreaming, there is this sense of expansiveness. It's fun. It's open. It's limitless. We allow ourselves to dream one thing one day, and the next thing we can switch it up, right? One day we're an astronaut, the next we're a veterinarian, and the next day we are an astronaut who is a veterinarian. And there is no cap on it. There is no shame on it. There is no talking ourselves out of it. No, we just allowed ourselves to be in the space of imagination, of free, limitless imagination. This is what I'm talking about when I talk about dreaming. This is what we need to come back to. That place where we can allow ourselves to dream and imagine freely without our own judgment coming in the way, without the judgment of other people coming in the way, without what they think is possible for us or what we think is possible for us, but that we just allow ourselves to dream. But something funny happens on the way to adulthood. We start to realize that not all of our dreams come true. And our dreams become the source of pain or disappointment. We lose our trust in them, right? They're reminders of our past failures and mistakes. And so we start to stop dreaming altogether or we compromise or put a cap on our dreams. You see, when we're younger, we have no attachment to our dreams coming true. 
right? We just allowed ourselves to dream. But as we get older, we start to get attached and identified with our dreams. And so we start to have this very transactional relationship with our dreams. Like, well, I am not going to dream about you unless I know you're going to happen. And so that's why as adults, we create these practical dreams, right? Practical dreams are things that, yes, of course, they challenge us, they scare us, but we know that the likelihood of possibility, the likelihood that we can figure it out, right, because we've seen it before or we've seen it around us, is high. And so we just don't allow ourselves to dream in that really big way. But I think that we've lost sight of what the purpose of dreaming is. The purpose of dreaming isn't for our dreams to come true. Yes, I know. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, huh? Wait, what? But but just hold on. Hold on. The purpose of our dreams isn't about them coming true. The purpose of our dreams and dreaming is in how they make us feel. Again, going back to how dreaming and dreams felt when we were younger. That sense of fun and openness and possibility. Dreaming is inspiration. It's momentum. It's aliveness. It's that moment you allow your imagination to go wild and you go on that ride with it. It's that feeling you had as a child on maybe your birthday morning or the last day of school as you dreamed of the entire summer ahead and what you could do. Love, dreaming isn't about how it makes us feel. It's the source of inspiration for us. It's that momentum and motivation that so many of us are looking for. I'm going to read a quote by Mark Nepo that I have shared so many times on this podcast. But I'm telling you, this quote, this quote totally shifted my understanding of dreams and dreaming. Like for me, this quote was an absolute aha moment that transformed everything. Okay. Now I think of a dream as a state of being and not a place to arrive at. We get so caught up in whether the dream comes true or falls away when its purpose is to change the circuit of life. When we can feel a dream moving through, it expands us. So really, any dream will do. It is the dreaming that is essential, not its imagined real estate, but the places it lights along the way. When I think of this quote as I'm reading it right now, it makes me think of all of the crushes I had when I was in elementary school and high school. And I remember I would go to sleep and in that space between like awake and falling asleep, I would always kind of imagine of what it would be like to be with this person. And it would totally make me feel amazing that that circuitry that Mark Nepo talks about, that expansiveness that he talks about. and. You know, let me tell you this, I did not date any of those people. But I do remember the feeling I would have right before I'd fall asleep when I was in that dream space, that beautiful, expansive, limitless dream space. Love, we have to become obsessed with how dreaming makes us feel instead of becoming obsessed with our dreams coming true. This is the anthem for 2023. If we can all just prioritize that expansive feeling of dreaming freely, as opposed to getting caught up in the hows, in the plan, in if it's possible for us. 
And listen, I understand how hard that can be. Dreaming to me is one of the most vulnerable things that we can do. Vulnerable for ourselves. It is so damn scary to actually admit to ourselves something that we deeply desire. Dreams are scary because it's all about you, your needs, your wants, your desires. Right? This is why it's so much easier to help other people's dreams come true as opposed to our own. If we actually speak this dream to ourselves, if we speak this dream into existence and it doesn't happen, that is so crushing. It's as if you have failed yourself. So there is this element of vulnerability, honesty, fear. It requires us to hope. It requires in us to trust in things beyond our control. And dreaming is hard for all of us at some level. We've all experienced pain, hardship, and loss. And all of these things play into why we hold back from dreaming, right? Why, as adults, we put a cap on it because we've realized, well, you know what? Remember that guy you had a crush on in the eighth grade? Yeah, he never went out with you. So why do we dream again? But it's so incredibly important for us to dream in these big ways. Bell Hook says, what we cannot imagine cannot come into being. Our dream space allows us to tap into our deep imaginations. The imagination that goes beyond what they have told us we should do or we are supposed to do. We have to allow ourselves to imagine if we want to create different, if we want to create change, if we want to have more. And when we talk about this, I also want to talk about who gets to imagine, who gets to dream, who gets to believe in our society. Because this is something that needs to be discussed and is not discussed when we talk about dreaming. One of the big reasons why dreaming can be so incredibly challenging or difficult for some of us, especially those of us who have experienced trauma, for those of us who come from cultures that have been historically marginalized, is that we have never been given the privilege to dream. We haven't been given the privilege to believe. When we think of how our society is shaped, right, the systems of oppression, we know very clearly, we can see very clearly who has the privilege to dream and who has the privilege to believe. We see these dudes going to space. We see them creating these companies and ruining them and then given the opportunity to do it again and over and over. We see these people do such harmful things and they still dream audaciously. Love, that's because of this privilege, this unspoken privilege. This privilege that is created when we feel safe. This privilege that is created when we have support around us. This privilege that is created when the people around us are always doing big things. So love, I say this not to make us feel like we can't dream and that we don't have access to this privilege, but I'm saying it because it needs to be named. I'm saying it because this may be why it's so hard for you to dream in those audacious ways, why you keep going back to those practical dreams. There's no shame in it. There's no judgment there at all. But allowing ourselves, allowing ourselves to dream in these bigger ways, this is how we change 
This is how we change our communities, our society, and the world. Sadia Hartman says, so much of the work of oppression is about policing the imagination. Adrienne Marie Brown says that imagination is one of the spoils of colonization, which gets to claim who gets to imagine the future of a given geography. She adds, reclaiming the right to dream the future, strengthening the muscle to imagine together as Black people is a revolutionary decolonizing activity. Ah, I love these quotes so much because they are this beautiful symbol of compassion and understanding, but also this call to action. This idea that we need to strengthen this muscle, our muscle of imagination. This right to dream about our collective future. That exists, love, within that dream space. Do you understand why this is so important now? Do you understand why I keep talking about dreams and dreaming and why I won't shut up? This is why. Y'all, I want us to create a future that is rooted beyond the box that they've given us. The box that they've told us is safe to dream in. The box that has us regurgitating the same old dreams time and again. Love, this is the year of audacious dreams. This is the year of allowing our imagination to be free, be expansive. When we allow ourselves to dream and imagine in this way, we will surprise ourselves. We will come up with things that we would have never thought we desired. We will come up with things that seem beyond the realm of possibility. And again, it's not about making it all come true, but it's in allowing ourselves to be in that space. And like that cheesy quote, right? Reach for the moon and you'll land on the stars. <laughs> That's what this is about. I want us going into the stratosphere this year. And if the stratosphere seems a little too big for you this year, love, I just want us to be able to imagine again. I want us to be able to dream again. Right? When Adrienne Marie Brown said, strengthening that muscle to imagine. This is liberation. This is expansiveness. This is changing and transforming everything. I truly believe that our dreams are going to change the world. I truly believe that something that you bring into this world, love, is going to change the world. I really, really do. So in order to strengthen our muscle, our imagination muscle, I want to share with you an exercise. It's one of my favorites that allows us to slowly, slowly return to that expansive dream space again. And it's called wouldn't it be nice? So with this exercise, you can do it out loud, you can write it down, but you set a timer for three to five minutes and you start with the sentence, wouldn't it be nice? And you finish it. Then you start with small things, small desires, right? So wouldn't it be nice if I went for a walk today? Wouldn't it be nice if I made a really delicious dinner tonight? Wouldn't it be nice if this weekend was really fun? So you start really small and then you start to get a little more expansive. So wouldn't it be nice if I took an entire month off this summer? Wouldn't it be nice if I worked remotely in Thailand? Wouldn't it be nice if I got a book deal from a major publisher? So you start really small and then you start to go bigger and bigger and bigger. And once you finish the three to five minutes, 
you take a moment and just look at what you've written or take a moment on what you said and reflect on maybe the things that surprised you. Maybe you said some things, named some things that you have never named before. Take note on what it felt like to do the exercise, what felt scary, what felt easy. This is a great exercise that allows us to ease into dreaming, right? Wouldn't it be nice? Isn't about making it happen or it has to happen, but it's just an invitation, right? Wouldn't it be nice? So love, I really encourage you to practice this. Practice it every day this week. Really intentionally do it. I'm telling you, this exercise is going to really strengthen that imagination muscle. It will highlight for you dreams that you never knew you had. And it also helps with just allowing ourselves to say things, right? Like sometimes when I do a wouldn't it be nice, I'm like, eh, I don't care if that really comes true, but that would be cool, right? So allowing ourselves to not be so attached and identified with those dreams that we name, that we put into the world. So love, remember, dreaming is not about getting there, but it's the fuel that takes us somewhere. So in 2023, if we allow ourselves to dream in this way, to imagine in this way, it's going to take us somewhere that we could have never imagined. It's going to take us somewhere that is beyond our expectations. It is going to take us somewhere that will definitely surprise us. If you are ready to create a year, a year unlike any other, again, this is the last week to join us in the Alchemy Collective before doors close on January 29th. You can head to wholehearted-coaching.com slash alchemy to find out more. As we close the podcast, I want you to think of one thing that's resonating with you from today's episode. And we're going to take a deep breath in and out and hold that one thing at the top. So breathing in, holding that one thing and breathing out. Until next week, I will talk to you then, love. Thank you so much for joining me this week. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend, subscribe or follow where you love listening most. And if you haven't yet, leave a review. You can do this on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Podchaser or Podcast Addict. Until next week, love.